Hi everyone, welcome to Season 2, Episode 8 of the Fitness Unplugged. So today we're going to be talking about effective ways to prevent hunger while on lockdown and circuit breaker. So many of us might still be stuck in our houses and seeing the four walls every day. So seeing food is definitely going to be one of the main draw to your fridge as well. The moment you step out of your room and step into the kitchen, it's food again. So how do we deal with hunger, right? So hunger isn't the enemy that fat diets make it out to be. And on the contrary, it's actually your body's built-in food tracking app, right? Listening to your hunger cues is essential for regulating your energy throughout the day, as said by a registered dietitian and clinical nutritionist. It tells you when you need to fill your food, when you should put down the fork ideally to keep yourself at a happy weight. But unfortunately, with our modern life, it has sent us, uh, basically set our perfectly healthy hunger response haywire. So why? Because like most of the time we're on the move, but now it's different. We're not even moving, right? So everything from our hectic, always on the go schedules or to the towards the food, like we take our food and we just go eat. So now you might be taking your food to your room and while you're working, you're just munching, right? So that can actually be a factor to how it actually causes more hunger issues or making yourself feel more hungry all the time right generally the food we crave has like you know it, it tends to affect how much of our diet and how much we are putting in our body right so this is something that we all need to consider to think about but of course making the right decisions and knowing when you should be eating more when you shouldn't be eating so much and how should you actually deal with hunger? So here are seven seven signs approved ways for you to deal with hunger. Alright, with the first one is actually prioritizing sleep. Right? So it doesn't matter if you had coffee to keep yourself awake throughout the day. Poor sleep basically sets off a chemical cascade which designs to help you keep eating. So if you're not sleeping well, you're gonna be eating more. Right? Science has also Long known that sleep quality influences the level of satiety, regu- regulating uh, leptin and ghrelin. So those are two different chemicals that are normally uh, quite influenced when you don't sleep well, right? This is actually excreted. It's not excreted. It uh, comes out from your body, which then raises your hormonal levels. So those hormonal levels doesn't help you at all. Right, and a study from 2016 or from University of Chicago found that sleep deprivation raises the body's level of endocannabinoids. Cannabinoids, the same molecule that are to blame for munchies and making you feel hungry, right? And also, the National Sleep Foundation in America recommends getting about seven to nine hours of sleep per night for optimal health. So just alone, having good sleeping patterns helps you to reduce your hunger. So if you're not sleeping early and you go past the wee hours, like going past midnight, naturally you're going to start feeling that hunger again. Like, why am I feeling so hungry, right? So sometimes we know that some of us, we just drink like water or we drink like a warm glass of milk before we go sleep. That could be one way to actually improve your sleeping pattern. Actually put you to sleep, make you feel comfortable. Rather than eating more food, then your body needs to work even harder. Right? So that's one. Prioritize sleep. The next one is to sit down to eat your breakfast. So many of us probably have heard this. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day from primary school or your parents. But it turns out that sometimes uh, nowadays when... 
when people are moving a lot or we are just working very quickly is that we'll carry our food and we'll be walking and eating at the same time. So there has been a study that was done that dieters were actually ate on the move. So let's say you're eating while you're moving around the house or trying to do multitasking and doing stuff together and eating at the same time. You, as compared to people that were sitting and eating, researchers actually found that... uh, because you were easily distracted and doing multiple things, you actually ate more and your brain doesn't feel full and doesn't register the food that has actually been consumed. So the result of actually not sitting down and having breakfast is that you don't feel full and you eat more later on. And to make sure that your brain registers the calories consumed, it helps actually to make, make, it actually helps for you to sit down Stop multitasking, pay attention to the the food that you're eating and just eat, right, for your breakfast. So that's one one other way that actually can help you reduce your hunger. The next one is to work out, right? So many people are probably like trying to work out right now. So working out will definitely keep you fit, right? When it comes to building a healthy hunger habit, Interval workouts would be one of the ways to go. And in 2014, an international journal of obesity study did a experiment, right? With an hour, about an hour after a workout, men who basically completed 30 minutes of high-intensity interval training or HIIT ate up to 170 fewer calories than those that were performing moderate steady-state exercises like cardio, so there is a difference between interval training and cardio-based training and how you actually feel hungry after, right? Researchers also believe that high-intensity interval training reduces your post-workout munchies because it modulates the level of hunger, stimulating hormone, ghrelin, and it increases the level of blood lactate and blood, gluco- blood glucose, sorry, and increases level of blood lactate and blood glucose, both of which will actually keep your hunger levels in check. So for the best results, it it is also rec- it was also recommended that working out in the morning helps because morning sessions also have been linked to improving insulin sensitivity and healthier hunger response. So if you work out in the morning, it basically levels out your insulin levels. Maybe this is not a confirmed thing for everyone, so you might want to get it checked because this could be helpful to you, right? We're not saying you have to follow this by the book, right? Because this is just an opinion from one of the studies, so you might want to get it, check it out as well and see whether you feel better working out in the morning or in the afternoon or in the night, right? So it's up to you, right? Number four, basically avoid overeating at mealtime. So this is a chicken and egg story. If your hung if your hunger levels aren't out of control, then you're la- less likely to overeat. But if it turns out that you don't overeat, then the then you're less likely to be your your hunger levels. Hmm. But it turns out. Right, if you don't overeat, the less likely your hunger levels are to get out of control. Right, so I mean, right, <laughs> if you don't overeat, you're definitely not gonna feel hungry. You might feel hungry, but if your hunger levels are out of control, you're definitely gonna be eating a lot more. Right, so constant overeating actually exposes the body to 
higher level higher levels of uh, circulating leptin. So leptin is a hormone that lets your body know that it's full and like fulfilled, you know, like you, it lets you know that you actually feel full. So this high exposure can actually damage the hypothalamus and gland response for secretion of this hormone to actually let you know that you're full. So with that, because right as a result the hypothalamus won't be sensitive to the leptin anymore so therefore you shouldn't be eating you shouldn't be overeating if if you're overeating all the time basically your brain is unable to actually let you know that you're actually full so you will just keep eating and eating all right so this is one reason why you should look at the amount of food you're eating whenever and wherever all right the fifth one so eat every three to four hours. One one of the most important things is to eat frequently throughout the day. When you eat small frequent meals every three to four hours, your body is able to manage the information that it's taking in to properly signal hunger. Right? So by taking three to by eating three to four hours in between meals, it actually helps you and regulates your body. So it, there's a better understanding and the chemical responses as well. So it doesn't flood the brain, right? Like your hypothalamus, if you were to eat more over a period of time, and that can also affect you, right? So the International Society of Sports Nutrition has even issued a official position stand, which is stating, stated that Increasing meal frequency improves insulin levels as well as hunger and appetite control, right? So this is the reason why you should increase the frequency. But at the same time, each meal that you take between these three to four hours should not be a ginormous meal. It should be mini ones or at least like a basic meal that you normally have. Right. If you eat a restaurant-sized meal every three to four hours, all the overeating is definitely going to throw your leptin levels off as what we spoke about above, right? Which is then going to cause your hypothalamus to not be sensitive to the leptin anymore and you're going to end up not registering that you're full. Yes. So now to point six is to cut down on processed food. So beside the fact that processed food are often uh, devoid of fiber, reducing their staying power in your stomach, they are also prime source of added sugars, including high fructose corn syrup. What's more is that research published by the Journal of Clinical Endocrinology and Chronology and Metabolism shows that High fructose corn syrup consumption significantly decreases level of circulating insulin and leptin while increasing ghrelin concentrations, triggering hunger and overeating. So the more fructose corn syrup you have in your body and the more they're taking in, it's basically going to make you feel more hungry. And eating too much sugar with uh, high fructose corn syrup and other refined sugars which are providing more than 10% of your daily calories. So naturally, what is happening is you're also going to be putting on more weight and you're also going to be feeling more hungry. So with that said, basically, it's quite a lot of different things that are different factors that will affect you, right? And finally, number seven, this is just going to be a simple one that we're going to put across is... This is recommended by someone else on a on a website and based on research is to snack on pistachios. Alright. So 
pistachio basically um the journal showed that pistachio combination or has a combination of healthy fats, fibers, and other vitamins and minerals that decreases hunger. A pile of pistachio shells on your desk serve as a visual stimulus to increase your brain's recognition of any food consumed. So basically, it will for- forbid you from eating mindlessly. And when you snack, whether it's on nuts or chocolate candies, like it's best to leave the remnants of what you leave the remnants on the table so that you can, you can actually see how much you're eating, right? But at the same time, eating any form of nuts or like uh, dark chocolates will actually help you feel full because of the amount of uh, vitamins and minerals and other healthy fats that are in there that can help you reduce your hunger pangs, right? So that's why it's normally recommended to have nuts for uh, your rest, rest time or to have nuts for like you know in between snacks or munchies that you're also feeling so it's good to consider looking into that area if you often feel hunger whenever and wherever and also these are the seven things that you should be looking out for so i'm gonna recap prioritize sleep sit down to eat your breakfast perform interval workouts avoid overeating at mealtime eat every three to four hours, cut down on processed food and snacks on nuts or pistachio in in specific, right? Okay, so we have come to the end of episode eight. I hope you've enjoyed. If anything and anything that you have to, and if you want to ask us any questions, feel free to ask us and we'll be glad to respond and share with you what else we can do for you. And we will try to answer your questions as much as possible. We hope this is this is uh, this is enough education for you with regards to preventing hunger. But if you do have more questions, just shoot it our way, and we'll be glad to answer your questions. So, look forward to episode nine. See you.